Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Let's go, Big Daddy. Looking good, Billy Ray! Feeling good, Lewis! Woke up this morning, it's sunny. Gotta check on my stocks, gotta make me some money. I went into my app that's sitting on my phone. Got a lot of time because I'm stuck here at home. Buy, sell, what the hell? Cause come four o'clock, I'm gonna hear the bell. Gotta make me some paper so I can feel good. Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. I got the money. I got those pesos. I got those pesos right here. IPOs, dividends, and options. Get rid of that stock, man. It's flopping. Roll over raw. 401k. Get ready to invest, make some money today. Trade, close, make a deal, what stock looks good? Let's spin the wheel. More money, more money, more money. Let's get this going, this is going to be good. Yeah, Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. Show me the money. Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. I'ma just keep getting paid. Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. Here we go. I'ma just keep getting paid. Show me the money. That's right. Welcome back to the BST, Big Daddy Stock Tip from the Hood. I'm your host, Marty Allen. Thank you for joining us. We're on every Wednesday at high noon to give you all the latest news on what stocks are going on, what stocks are good, what stocks are bad, in my opinion. Uh, Right off the bat, I want to say happy birthday to my main man, my trainer and good friend, uh, Rick M., Rick the Ruler. Birthday today. I got to tell you, man. They have created a monster with pickleball. You guys know me by now. I've been telling you for over three years how much I'm addicted to pickleball. Well, I'm addicted to swimming too, but pickleball got me by the tomatoes and will not let me go. And now my groin doesn't hurt as much anymore. So now you should see me. I am a beast. They have, I have transitioned from Marty the chum (laughs) to Big Daddy the assassin. I am no longer your whipping boy. I'm play, I'm jumping. I'm diving. I'm oh my goodness! I just, I just got to tell you, I, I love pickleball so much. I really, really do. And I play every Monday, Wednesday, Friday with a bunch of with Pizza Bob's Dirty Dozen, a dozen of the some of the best players around uh, that I've seen. And uh, and Rick the Ruler trains me and. I am just gaining confidence every day. I'm my, I used to I used to maybe win one game and lose like six or seven. 
Well, yes, not yesterday, but Monday, I won my first three. I went three and zero, oh, and then for the rest of the way, I went one and four. So I ended up being four and four, five hundred. Today, I went three and zero, oh, and then I lost the next three. So I ended up at three and three. So, but I'm getting better. I used to get my tushy handed to me, <laughs> but now I am just kicking rear end. So anyway, happy birthday, Rick. And thank you so much for being my trainer. And, and more importantly, thanks so much for being my friend. You guys have been patient with me. And I just want to compete. I want to compete. I don't want to be chum. I'm now, that's my new nickname, Big Daddy the Assassin. All right, welcome back to the show. Got so much to talk about. Bart Slack, financial analyst, coming up at the half hour. We got a lot of stuff to talk about with him. Got Billy Morris called me. Billy Morris is going to be playing the national anthem for the president, Trump. He'll be calling in later on. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. But first up, here's your update on your stimulus. Right now, until they pass this next stimulus bill, uh, I like to give you guys an update every week because a lot of us, a lot of you, are unemployed. And our unemployment extended benefits from the government ran out last week, so we didn't get the extra pop on my paycheck, uh, my unemployment check yesterday. But that's okay. You know, that's why I'm playing the stock market, and that's why I'm, I, I saved well and invested pretty well. And so I'm still doing good, but just doing well. Sorry, my English. But anyway, here's the latest on the stock market, uh, on the uh, stimulus bill. So Democratic Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin has come out and said, I believe on Monday, that he and Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats are working hard to make a commitment to make a deal, reach a deal, an agreement with the Republicans in the House uh, uh, on by the week's end. Okay, they've said they hope they have an agreement in place by week's end and then hope to sign it and pass it next week. Now, that's good and it's bad, but the, the bad part is we won't get another check. Probably the extended government benefits probably will be gone for another week uh, once we get paid next week. But the good news is that hopefully they're going to pass this thing and then we'll find out what our amount of our stimulus, second round of stimulus checks in the HEALS Act. Remember the Democrats came out with the HEROES Act. Republicans kind of poo-pooed that, they didn't even look at it. And I was mad because they had cannabis banking was one of the things they wanted to make cannabis and the banking industry be able to date each other without being fearful of the government uh, reprisal for cannabis dealing with banking. But now, as you see, with uh, drugs like GWPH, which is CBD plant based, another word for weed, once the government has approved that drug for the treatment of epilepsy, GWPH, GW Pharmaceuticals. So now we're starting to think that the government is relaxing a little bit on their uh, crackdown of banking industry that wants to do business with cannabis. But anyway, so that was in the HEROES Act. But uh, right off the bat, the Republicans didn't like that. They didn't like pretty much anything in the thing. The, the Democrats wanted a $3 trillion, no, one. Was it one? Yeah, the, the Democrats wanted $3 trillion. The Republican uh, uh, came out and said, uh, uh, Mitch McConnell said, no, one trillion. President Trump said, I want two trillion. So the latest proposal in from the Republicans is for a trillion, 
with a $1,200 stimulus check on the second round, but President Donald Trump doesn't like that or didn't supposedly reportedly did not like that and wanted us, the American people, to get more than a $1,200 check on the second round. And so they're still negotiating that. There's a lot of thoughts that says that it may be in the uh, maybe 300 and maybe 400 that the Democrats want to negotiate that $200 proposal from the uh, Republicans. And the Republicans can't even agree with each other. So how are they even going to present the bill to the Democrats? The Heals Act. So now they're saying, okay, let's get down to business. So again, Steve Mnuchin, uh, Treasury Secretary, says that they hope to have a deal in place by the week, by this week's end, which is good because they've been haggling and haggling and we're ready for things to start happening. Uh, and then they hope to pass it next week. Now, again, that could mean we get more than 1200 in the uh, second round stimulus package or it could be 1200 is supposedly the, the least amount. And again, of course, that's up the people who make up the $75,000 a year unless they change that ruling. But right now, it's the people who make up the $75,000 a year will get another $1,200 check, $500 for each kid. President, uh, the Democrats wanted more for each kid. And the other problem is they were going to extend the $600 extended benefits after the 31st. But Nancy Pelosi and the guys, but they only wanted to do it for a couple, you know, for, until they signed a new bill. And then, they, uh, and then it was supposed to be for August and September and then October. It would be 70% of what you made, of, of, of your salary from last year, okay? What you made every two weeks or every week, whatever, they break it down. But Pelosi and the Democrats said, no, we want to extend the $600 until the end of the year. I vote for that, but that's not going to happen. So anyway, we'll see. Let's just wait and see. It's supposed to be happening by the end of the week. They're, supposed to, they're going to try very hard to come to a deal. And then next week, we'll find out, uh, by the end of the week, we'll find out uh, what the stimulus check is going to be for the second round and what the extended benefits will be for the second round. And it's not going to be 600 probably because people were making more on unemployment than they were working. So I'll take four. I'll take three. I'll take anything over zero. But again, you got a budget, all right? So there you have your update on the stimulus package. Now let's talk about our three big dogs of the week stocks, okay? Because it's been, oh, this is getting good, people. This is getting really, really good. You know about my Seattle salute Tesla, okay? Let's start with them first. So Tesla, I read last week that they have now going to go into partnership with PG&E. Now, if when I saw PG&E, I thought it was Procter Gamble. I went, "Woo, Procter Gamble, they're, doing, they're getting in bed with Tesla? But no, it's not Procter Gamble and Electric. It's Pacific Gas and Electric. Tesla and Pacific Gas and Electric are going to co-manage a new lithium-ion battery plant together. Get out the mustard and catch up with me because I've been telling you for weeks now that supposedly when battery day comes up on September 22nd, Tesla is supposed to, well, is reportedly going to announce that they have a battery for their electric cars that goes a lot of miles. Some people are reporting up to a million miles, meaning that 
for the life of your electric car, you won't need to charge the doggone thing. And now people can go on vacations, long trips, without worrying about where there is an electric recharging station for their electric cars. That's huge to me. And also, you know that I've been telling you that because Tesla had earnings in four quarters in a row, they are now available for the GAAP, G-A-A-P, which is uh, uh, the inclusion into the S&P 500. Now, if they go into the S&P 500, that means that all these brokerage firms, J.P. Morgan, Schwab, all of them, will now have to start buying Tesla and include it in their S&P 500 to people that want to get into the S&P 500. I'm already in it. So that's looking good to me for Tesla. That raised my eyebrows, but I have been a Tesla fan for the long term now. And as always, I never, ever, ever tell you what to buy. You do your own research. I'm always only telling you what looks interesting and attractive and sometimes delicious to me. So that's Tesla. Teaming up with Pacific Gas and Electric, they're going to build a plant and they're going to co-manage it together. Battery day coming up on September 22nd for Tesla. Now let's go to Apple. Pink Lady, Honeycrisp, even Soggy Macintosh. Apple announced between after last week's show that they're going to do a four-for-one stock split. I said, ooh, ooh, that sounds delicious to me. Show me the money. So what I did is I started I start selling off some of my other stocks, okay? Some of my if-comes, like uh, uh, I know Catalent. We're going to get to the, the coronavirus stocks, COVID-19 stocks uh, coming up shortly. But I got rid of my, some of my stuff. First of all, I got rid of SoftBank. SoftBank is coming up next in my big dog stocks, okay? It, it isn't one of them, but it's in the conversation. But I got rid of some of my stocks, and I started buying Apple. Because, again, I get educated in the stock market. I thought that when I saw the story that Apple was going to do a four-for-one stock split, I went, I went damn it! just sold my apple <laughs> so i thought that i was out of luck but then my main man bart slack who's coming up at 12 30 my financial analyst the next day comes and apple was like at 409 409 bucks a share and i went well why is it 409 i thought they did a split well i didn't know this they announced that they were going to do a 401 split but it hasn't happened yet it's not going to happen until the mid or late part of this month wouldn't it be nice to happen on my birthday, August 17th? Big Daddy is going to join the 60 and over club. And I feel absolutely honored to be here. Some of you know about my health issues over the years with diverticulitis, okay? Once I had that colon resection surgery last year, I can eat anything I want now. Again, I'm not drinking. been five years now since I haven't had a drop, and that's, that's done. You realize after about a month that you don't need it. It's that first couple of weeks when you've been a lifelong drinker like I was. It's the first month or the first couple of weeks that just really get to you. You're like, oh, God, I want to drink so bad. You know, but I don't work for the Trivisano show anymore, so half of the stress is gone. <laughs> well, okay, three-quarters of the stress is gone. But anyway, so Apple, now, so I said, well, if I can still get in on it, I'm buying Apple 
Because here's the way I look at it, people. And you can call me if you like, 440. Let me, let me throw the phone up on the screen just in case. I know you guys used to like listen to me talk because I give you such good information, okay? I said to myself, if you were a person that was going to start a portfolio, one of the first stocks you'd probably want to get is Apple. But then you saw the price and you said, wow. I mean, just recently it was like right around 400, 385. Now it's over four, okay, because of what's going on with the split. So here's what happens. If you were going to start a portfolio, you'd probably say to yourself, okay, who's the big companies? And we're going to do a show on starting a portfolio as well coming up soon. But every time I try to do it, there's so much good financial news, it's hard to get to that. I will, promise you, in a future show. But I say to myself, the people who've always wanted to buy Apple always thought it was too pricey. It was, it was back, it was 350 360 380 somewhere in there. And they said, I'm not paying that. Now, you understand people like me who understand now that you, there's a reason you have to pay that money, much money for a share of stock. Because Apple is one of the big dogs. Amazon's one of the big dogs. Friday comes, it, it's, uh, and I'll tell you about uh, after, after market trading and pre-market numbers. Financial analyst Bart Slack is just a freaking man, okay? He gives me such great information. Anyway, so now, people that don't want to buy Apple at $385, $400 a share, well, Apple's smart. Apple says, well, let's split them. And they've split numerous times before, okay? So now they're going to, so let's say the stock is $400 a share, and you're going to get four for one split. That means that you're going to get, now you got one share of $400. Well, after the split, you're going to get four shares at $100 a piece. So my thinking is that the people who've always wanted to buy Apple, who did not want to pay $400 a share, are now, a lot of them ain't going to have a clue about Apple just splitting. They're just people like me who say, you know what, I want to start trading in the stock market. And now they're going to look at, okay, who would I want to start off to be in my portfolio? One of the first ones would probably be Apple. So now they'll look at Apple and it'll be $100 a share. And they'll say, ooh, Apple was only 100 bucks a share. And now they're going to start buying shares of Apple because now it's, in a, it's affordable to them. Well, me, I'm up to about eight shares of Apple now. So eight times four, 32. I'm going to end up with 32 shares of Apple. And probably by the time it splits, because the latest I checked today, it was, I think it was over 450 or somewhere close to 450 a share. It's been making money almost every day since they announced that they're going to split. So I jumped back in. I bought eight shares of Apple and I'm holding it now and I'm keeping it until the split because my thinking is people who didn't want to buy it at four will want to buy it at 150 by the time it splits. It may be 500 by the time it splits. I'm almost sure it will be 500 a share by the time it splits. So you get 125 a share. People are going to see that and it's going to look very attractive and they're going to buy, start buying shares of Apple because that's one of the first stocks you think of when you want to, I'm buying, I like Apple right now. I'm buying, I like Apple right now. I'm buying as much as I can get and I will keep it until after the split is over. And then I expect it to still go up. I could be wrong, obviously, but that's
NVIDIA, my other baby right now. Okay? This is going to take a minute because I need to explain to you what's going on with NVIDIA. Now, NVIDIA makes CPUs, computer processor chips, okay? They're, they're one of the main competitors to AMD, Qualcomm, all right? So I've been telling you for a few weeks now that Apple, um, Apple, that NVIDIA, hold on, I'll take a phone call. Who knows? This could be a crank call. I don't have a screener, so I'll just take it cold. Hi, you're in the BST with Big Daddy. How you doing? Hey, it's Bill Bender. Bill, how you doing? How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I was just about to explain uh, what's going on with NVIDIA, but what's happening with you? I, 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 I've been watching from the beginning. Uh, uh, good show. Uh, I, I, too, am waiting for the uh, Apple split. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that there will be uh, that many buying it, but you're right. It, it has split in the past. I remember buying Apple at 40 bucks. Ooh. And... And uh, having it split, split. I sold, I sold shares at a hundred and fifty to raise money to buy my lake cottage. Gotcha. I remember, I remember that. And then I, I, I held on. You know, I didn't sell them all, but uh, no, Apple's been a, a great engine. Uh, I hear you're going to have Billy Morris on. Yeah, I, I was talking to Billy. Yeah, he's going to be out on. Uh, Loomis's boat. Right. Steve Loomis's boat out for the rally of the boats for Trump, and he's going to do the national anthem, you know, uh, on the guitar. I know. He called me like 10 minutes before the show started, and I said, well, Billy, come on, call call on the show. I said, I don't have Zoom on today, but, but call on the show on the phone, and let's promote it. We can talk for a few minutes, but I think that's got to be... At the one of Billy Morris's top honors, I don't even know if he's a big Trump fan. I'm, I'm assuming he is, but that's got to be a huge honor for him to be sitting there playing for the president on a boat, out on the water. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And, and and again, like not to get political on the financial show, but I just think that there's such a wave of Trump support that are just shut up. You you know. So afraid if I say anything, if I show a sign, if I do anything, I'm going to get, I'm going to get beat up. I'm going to get, you know, uh, fired. Listen, whatever. The, the Trump supporters are rabid, Bill. That with Trump, it's either the the one thing that drives me crazy. And again, I don't want to go too far into the politics, but when I play pickleball with my buddies and Pizza Bob and those guys go, how can you support Trump? He lies. And I just look at them. And then the other guy who is a Trump supporter says, they all lie. A politician, that's what, that's what a politician does. They lie. So why would, yep. why would Trump lying bother you so much? Well, yeah, but his morals and all this. And I saw a black guy over at Independence. I was playing pickleball. I just met the guy for the first time. And when they said he lied... He lied. His moral. I just can't get over his morals. And the black guy said, "I didn't vote for Donald Trump for his morals. I voted for Donald Trump to run the country as a businessman. And as far as I've seen, he's been a good businessman. He brought his. He got himself off his bootstraps way back when when he filed for bankruptcy, and he came back stronger than ever. And every bank and every company." 
in the United States and all over the world still wanted to do business with Donald Trump because he's a shrewd businessman. And yeah. Bender, that's all I could ask for my president. Run the company, make me money in the stock market, and I, and, and, and make sure that these other countries like the flat-top Chinese guy in North Korea, the way he handled that, I love that. Yeah. He told the yeah, guy. Yeah, I, 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 I can't even, I can't even imagine if, if, if Biden wins, we can get off of that that subject now. Yeah. I can't even imagine. The other side of it is investing in these companies. I wanted to bring this in since it's a financial show because I've been looking at this with my investments. How COVID is affecting the other companies and industries that are being affected by professional sports, okay? Yeah. You got, you got a lot of people that make their money on the professional sports season, uh, and a lot, of, and a lot of, of companies, too. Like, let, let me ask you this uh, as a sidelight. Do you think the NFL is really going to play? You know, After and, hearing Odell Beckham say, I don't want to play? I, uh, uh, I want to I answer that question in the best way because – I just think that out of all the three sports, you know as well as I do, in Cleveland and probably every other football town, football is God. And once you killed the basketball season up until now, they're playing, of course, in Orlando, and then the baseball comes out and you had the Marlins and you had some other teams that said they had players that tested positive for COVID-19, but they're still kind of playing. I would think that if there's any sport that was going to give it a go until things go sideways. I would say football is. So my answer is yes. I believe because football is the number one sport in most towns that have a professional football town. So I think that football will play at least at the beginning. And, 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 and my concern is that like Odell Beckham's uh, comment that a lot of the high players, uh, you know, will opt out. Okay, fine, play, and and then what do we have? The Canadian Football League. If you know, if the biggest stars are are sitting out, uh, and that's and, and and that goes back to baseball too. What is this? I mean, I, I know you're not a baseball fan. No, but <laughs> now now it's like okay, so many games are being missed. So they came out and said, okay, we're going to play double headers, but the double headers are only going to be seven inning games. What is that? That's not even baseball. How do you count stats? And then this crap about if it's tied at the end, you start with a man on second. It, it's just crazy. It's not even the sport anymore. Well, before be, when you uh, – uh, God, don't, don't let me forget the question. I'll, oh, I know what it was. Let's say the Indians – are do well enough to make it into the playoffs. And I think there's going to be more teams, I believe, in the playoffs this year than, than ever before because well, six, of this. Yeah, 16. I mean, right. it's going to, one weekend is going to be kind of fun. But but my question is to you, and I'll let you go because i got to do a commercial, and then Bart Slack is coming up in just a couple of minutes. But if we went all the way and won, would you still, would you be, you'll be excited because you're a huge baseball fan. But will you still think, our winning the championship, the World Series, would be just as important as any other team that won in a 162-game season? No, I would not. I would not respect it. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I will ever go back to a game live unless a media outlet gives me the free tickets. 
Yeah. I don't know whether I'm ever going to invest another dollar in it. Uh, and baseball was the last of the three sports that I was still investing in to actually go to the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I watch all the other sports because there's nothing else to watch. And, oh, by the way, and, and, then, and then I'll go. Uh, baseball being on TV again and the radio has been fantastic. It's been a little normalcy. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't care if it's not the exact same game or whatever, but at least it sounds like summer. Yeah. You know, they're, they're playing sound effects behind the play by play and, you know, and all of that. Like it, it's real. Now, now here's so, the thing. Here's the thing though. You know, me, I enjoy technically producing more than anything. So yeah. If it comes down to where next season starts and our season next season starts on December first uh, of this year, and I have to use, start using fake crowd and the fake announcer in the arena saying the name the three all that, yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. to enjoy the hell out of that. I'm going to produce I it. I think you would. Too. Yeah, I I would too. <laughs> you have, you have different sound effect buttons for like when they're up to take a free throw. Right. You have that sound of them. Clapping together those those blow up you know sticks. Yes, I am going to actually. If that happens, I'm telling people now along the Cleveland Cavaliers radio network, Big Daddy's going to mix. Like you're going to believe that there is twenty thousand people in the arena at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. If I get a chance to technically produce them and, and we still can't have fans in the in the arenas, I'm going to make it sound like they're in the arena. You better believe that. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and one of the things that's missing from baseball so far right now is the rise of the crowd when, like, there's a home run or something hit. I mean, I know there's fireworks and that, but once they, once they get that so that there's that rise and fall of the crowd sound – to something being done good, that'll be it. You got it. Oh, by the way, last question. Did you look at the TV or any of the the baseball and see the fat head that they're selling for the seats? I I think, how about all the pets? I know. Rather humorous, I got to tell you. Bill, as always, my friend, thank you so much. And I I want to tell you, because I have seen you in person now. I'm ready to go back to uh, Scramblers and see Adriana again. So we got to get together and start doing our Thursdays again, okay? Oh, absolutely. And 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 we have a recording session. You need to check your email, and there's a check here for you. Oh, I'll be checking it real fast. I like money. <laughs> Love you, brother. Love you. Take care. <laughs> Take care. Yeah, if you know anything about Big Daddy, I like checks. All right, let me tell you about Goldberry Roasting Company, the best damn coffee I ever Tasted, smelled in my life. Carlita came over on Sunday because she was going to be on live with Joe Alvello with his Southern, My Southern Exposure show. And Carlita is the best because she doesn't really understand technical stuff. So you'll say to her as she's on Zoom, and on, if you know anything about Zoom, <laughs> Zoom is when someone speaks, the camera automatically goes to that person in the software on Zoom. Hold oh, I thought that was Bart. I guess not. Um, so she comes over on Sunday and she's smoking hot. I mean, just a, a tight little dress and just she's cute. She brought her daughter over too because I wanted to do a commercial with her daughter because the 
this talent agency is looking for young kids now, okay, to uh, do voice work, commercials, and stuff like that from 6 to 16. So if you know somebody you think that's really good and you don't mind giving Big Daddy a little percentage, if I get them hired, then uh, get a hold of a brother, Big Daddy at Marty Allen dot. Uh, Big Daddy Marty Allen at gmail.com. Big Daddy Marty Allen at gmail.com. Don't send me no spam. I'll hurt you. Anyway, Goldberry Roasting Company. So she's over and she's uh, and she starts cleaning my kitchen, which is another reason I love her. <laughs> I'm a bachelor. What do you want me to do? Anyway, she came in and she smelled the wonderful Brazil Goldberry Roasting Company coffee that I had brewing. And she says, oh, Big Daddy, this is what I missed. And I thought she meant she missed me. But no, she just missed the damn Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. Hold on one second. I'll get right to you. I promise. All right. So, anyway, Goldberry Roasting. See how I am? I am versatile. You see how I transitioned from a live endorser to talking about Carlita and the financial show through a promo with Joel Vela in there with My Southern Exposure every Sunday night, 645 to 845 or 7 to 9 on site is his website. See how good I am? Anyway. Goldberry Roasting Company. Go there right now. GoldberryRoasting.com. GoldberryRoasting.com. If you want to impress your friends, your potential clients, potential advertisers, you want to bring them into the conference room and you want to serve them Goldberry Roasting Company coffee because it is the best. I'm waiting on my main man, Pete Cooper, to send me another six different flavors so I can start taste testing everything. Goldberry Roasting Company, people. And, and, if, if that ain't enough, you go there, you put in your order, you put in Goldberry BST, Goldberry BST in the coupon code, you get 10% off. Goldberry Roasting Company, some damn good coffee. All right, let me go to my financial analyst, Bart Slack. Bart, I was telling people at the top of the show about this, uh, giving them an update on the latest proposed stimulus package that uh, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin is saying that he and Pelosi and the Democrats are going to try their hardest to make a deal with the, the Republicans by the end of the week and then pass this thing come next week and we will know. Now, here's my quest, my first question to you. They've, yeah. been, they've been throwing around these numbers, trillion, the, the, the Democrats wanted three trillion, the Republicans wanted one trillion, Donald Trump wants two trillion. And I'm saying to myself, where the hell are they getting all these trillions that they're going to be throwing a, a billion or so to schools and this and that, to uh, people, uh, first responders? And the, where the hell do they come up with all this money that they're going to be giving out to people, Bart Slack? They print it. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, they, that's, they do. I mean, the government, the government does not have $4 trillion laying around somewhere. They don't have uh, uh, $2 trillion laying around. They have to, you know, uh, we're now in a digital age, so... Uh, currency uh printing currency you know isn't isn't in vogue but what they do they they literally digitally print the money they the federal reserve will send uh electronic transfers hither and yon all over the place and there's really no there's no gold there's no cash behind a lot of that money it's just literally made up that's it and, it's, and, scary. But, but, it's scary who's going to pay for it in the long run we all are. We all are. More, you know, through taxes, uh, you know, we're, or, you know, inflation is going to come around, uh, making things uh, much more expensive, but generating more money. But, yeah, you know, I don't know. Who the hell knows who's going to pay for it? China? 
Uh, that, you know, that, China China holds a lot of the our country's debt. That's that was we, going to be my next. You're so good because that was going to be my next question. I thought we were in debt, and I thought it was like China that we're like trillions of dollars in debt to the the, the trade imbalance or whatever the yeah. hell it is. Yeah, that's that's right. China owes uh, we owe China trillions of dollars. Um, so we'd have to go out and borrow this money that we're literally printing and sending out. Is this what? Is this what? The conflict has been between Donald Trump and his presidency with China and trying to uh, get more of a balance of of the goods that they're sending to us and the goods that we send to them to try to get the debt down some. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, sure. That's part of it. Um, um, the trade Im- imbalance between us and China is is really, really large. And uh, um, it took this COVID-19 uh, disaster to to open everybody's eyes on how much how much of our stuff is made in China, and uh, I, now a lot of lot of companies are saying you know we got to fix this we can't allow this to to keep going on like this, so yeah that's part of what Trump uh, Trump's philosophy is this trade imbalance and try and get that in line. Well, but there's other things too. I remind you that uh, he he doesn't like about China that that's. Uh, uh, that's got a lot of people's attention. The way China just steals—they can't. They're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're unreliable. They're a bunch of liars. Um, that you know, it's just there's it a whole bunch of stuff that China is doing um, that Trump wants to fix, and he's the first guy to really want to do this. And uh, you know, he's getting a lot of pushback from big companies that you know make a lot of things very cheaply in China. Okay, real quick, before I continue, the opinions by Bart Slack about China does not necessarily reflect those of Big Daddy Productions. Uh, the <laughs> Big Daddy stock tips from the hood, uh, Goldberry Roasting Company, Marty Allen, or any of its sponsors. Now listen. <laughs> um, I like that. That was pretty good. You, you do that a lot. You, you I, know what? You memorize that. Not because when I worked with Mike Trivasano, you damn well better had memorized it. Oh, he, I remember that. Remember? He would, he would, you would break right into Trivisano <laughs> yes. live and say, the opinions of Mike Trivisano are solely his own. Right. <laughs> because he yeah. would, you know, back in the day, when we first started, 94 to 2001 or whatever, before before everything, before the Janet Jackson-Justin Timberlake boob deal, okay, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Everything yeah. before that, he was off the chain, and he would offend everybody and say whatever the hell he wants, and management would just beat me in the ear about you got it if he does that you he ain't gonna he ain't gonna do the right thing so you got you're the producer you gotta make sure you get the disclaimer so every t- chance i got i would do the disclaimer to anyway i uh i memorized you know what, it. the way the way you did it it was actually kind of funny I yes mean, was, you got the disclaimer out there right but it was it was it was funny I mean, a, it was kind of it was cool it was a it, it, it turned into a bit but it was yeah. st- it's still necessary you understand yes. but you got to yeah. understand that china i believe still has some kind of relationship with the uh, dan gilbert and the cleveland cavaliers so i want to make sure oh. they oh. know yeah that's <laughs> well, that well yeah me. i mean china a lot of like well, Nike uh, makes a lot of stuff in China. Yeah, and, and they got spies. Uh, and they got what? Spies. Spies. A lot. You always hear about Chinese uh, a spy oh, for sure. the Chinese. You know. Sure, they they have spies. Yeah, they're, they you got to watch out for the Chinese. I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble with with uh, Quicken Loans or whatever. But uh, <laughs> Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Well, again, the opinions expresses everything I just said about Bart Slack. All right, listen. And I think I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, 
uh, you know, soccer is the number one sport in the world, but I think I think in China, basketball is like the number yeah, one. Yeah, they they are rabid about basketball. Yeah, and and those damn shoes, you know, and, uh, right. Jordan, Jordans and, and Lebrons and all this kind of stuff. Uh, uh, Steph Curry. Uh, this thing, real quick. Eastman Kodak. Last week we talked about it because it just broke. Now I look like I'm not saying it is. This is just big dad, but there looks like there may be some shady stuff going on. Because, and I'm glad I didn't buy it because when I saw it that day, it, it, the stock had jumped like $40 a share when it was normally eight. It was all of a sudden up to 50 bucks. And then next thing you know, the profit takers start taking their money. Yeah. And then that story came out about uh, an SEC investigation into the exact and how they tried to turn their debt into shares that they were selling to the public. And, to some, and Donald Trump got a sweetheart deal or whatever. I don't know. I'm just glad I didn't jump at it because I, I said to myself, Eastman Kodak is sitting there wallowing in six, seven dollars a, a share for forever, and then all of a sudden Trump comes out and says, "Hey, we're going to have them make pharmaceutical stuff for COVID yeah. 19 and the yeah. stock goes nuts, and then now all of a sudden it's back down. Last I checked, it was like maybe sixteen bucks, where it popped up to fifty. Anyway, yeah, I mean it was it was actually the high point of the stock was on July 29th. It was sixty dollars a share. Yeah. 60. Now it's fifteen dollars and three cents. I know, and I'm glad I didn't fall for that okie doke. Which brings yeah. me to my next question, because you're talking about the the bubble bursting with Eastman Kodak. Real quick, all I keep hearing every time, every day, when I tell people I'm a stock trader now, a day trader, yeah. whatever, they're always talking about be careful because the bubble is going to burst anytime soon. The balloon is ready to burst. I'm telling you, it's, a, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when and you got to be careful. What, what, what happens when the bubble bursts? Well, I think that's an expression for you know stocks that have priced uh, too high um, relative to their earnings that they can get uh, too high and people are going to say, you know, hey, this is not real anymore. I mean, we we have bid up the prices of these stocks way beyond what their earnings indicate they're worth. And uh, I think we need to start selling. So people start selling. Um, usually it takes some sort of a some sort of an event that really starts uh, things to to roller coaster down. But once that starts, that's when the bubble bursts. And and it's probably a good idea, uh, not that we're telling people to do this, it's a, probably a good idea to get my money out of my individual stuff, not necessarily what I got in the S&P, but get my money out of the individual stuff and kind of sit on the sidelines until the bubble quits bursting. Um, yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, but you, the thing is, you never know how far the, the market's going to go um, and whether any kind of a down, you know, uh, a couple of days, uh, big down drops are really the bubble bursting or people just taking a break. You know, it's kind of, um, it, it's a it's a tough call. I mean, if you want to get in and out like that, uh, you know, it's it's hard to really find out when the I know. top of the market is or when the bottom of the market is. It's, yeah, I know. it's always a tough call. That is the toughest thing to do is to know when to get up and know when to get in. I sold my Nova I, I people and I'm coming that's coming up in my stock market updates after our call is Novavets. I've been telling people about NVAX since I started doing this show. I believe this is show number six and I've been talking about Novavax 
since the first show, and it looks like they are a racehorse right now. I look, and which is one of the things I got to thank you about about uh, uh, aftermarket trading and pre-market numbers because yeah. I saw it this morning as I'm playing pickleball. I checked the pre-market about nine fifteen on my Yahoo Finance, and it said Novavax was up thirty six dollars and eighty one cents. That was going to be up that much when the trading starts. And I went, look at Novavax. They're kicking. They're running away with the the uh, the price of their shares and the and the market with this Novavax. And again, I'll be telling people more about that shortly. But my last question is this. Tell me about I thought about it. Now you know me. I'm always scheming. How can I make my make my profits? I said to myself, we joked last week about Berkshire uh, Hathaway. Uh, yeah. At the time, being 200, for the week before that, it was 290, and it was like 291 and almost 292, 292,000. And I said to myself, if I invest it like a grand, let's say Berkshire Hathaway was $295 a share, and I invested $1,000 on my stocks by the slice, how much does that make me a day? You're you're a numbers guru. Oh, I, geez. Uh, you know, right now, you know, you know what Berkshire Hathaway Class A shares are are at right now. Right, but like I said, last I checked, it was like I don't know, two hundred ninety two, two hundred ninety three thousand, three hundred and four thousand dollars a see, share. That, that sucker's just killing it. How much do I got to make? How much do it, I got to invest to get about maybe thirty dollars a day? It's not. You know what? The relative strength of of Berkshire Hathaway. Right now is forty-seven, which means fifty-three percent of the stocks are doing better than Ber- Berkshire Hathaway. Oh, so you can you you can there's there's a whole bunch of other places you could put your money than Berkshire Hathaway and do better. That's true because I a th- whole bunch because listen I I held on to my Amazon a lot the first time around I made seven hundred sixty-nine bucks. On, on a share of Amazon. And then this last time I sold, I made about uh, $342 on Amazon. So I said, you know what? I paid twenty six sixty one for a share of Amazon. And the second time around, I paid about 3000 But you know what? I made $1,000. I'm happy with that. Then the thing came out about Apple. And then the story came out about NVIDIA, which I was about to get to before a Bender called me on the show. I'll get to that before the end of the show because I got Billy Morris coming up, stock market updates, everything. I said to myself, well, I want that four-to-one split from Apple. I, yeah. I made my money with Amazon. It's nice price. I paid a pretty penny for a share of stock, but I made over a grand. So now I'm going to take my profits and I'm going to spread it out with some Apple and some NVIDIA. And both of those stocks have been giving me positive numbers every day because there's supposedly some good stuff coming up with both of them. Yeah. Well, now the hot thing is this, uh, this, this battle for TikTok. I keep, to hearing, TikTok. I keep hearing about this. My nephew, Sadil, out in California, sends me something every day about something funny or whatever he saw on TikTok. And I've never, I've never paid any attention to it. I don't know what TikTok is. And then I saw, saying, you know, it's a store, financial story saying Microsoft and TikTok is good for each other. And I haven't really investigated it yet, but maybe now I should because I need to know what TikTok is to be able to talk about it. It's a social network platform. It's like a, um, Instagram and all the other ones. It, yeah, it's gotcha. something like that. It's big with the younger kids. Okay. Uh, but the problem is, I think it's a it's 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 a Chinese company. Yeah. And there's there's evidence now that 
the, the Chinese are using the TikTok platform again to spy and steal shit from from Americans, from people here. Yeah. They, they, so I think the Trump administration was saying, you know, we're gonna we're gonna kick these people out of the country. Uh, TikTok, we're gonna ban you. TikTok unless you know if an American company wants to buy them and get rid of all their uh, people that are spying on us, then we'd be okay with that. And the first company to jump in and say they were interested was Microsoft. And Microsoft stock started to skyrocket after that. It started. It went up. It went up pretty like ten points in one day. Yeah. it's a, a two hundred dollars stock, so it you know it's up dramatically uh, in one day. And then uh, you know I heard you know Apple said they might be interested, or the rumor was Apple might be interested, or or um, uh, Amazon might be interested in TikTok. And, oh, and I need to when follow. When that started it. happening, Microsoft started dropping. Apple was going up, uh, Amazon's going up. Uh, so fa- Facebook, I said, they, you know, they might be interested in TikTok. So that's you know, that sent those stocks on a roller coaster ride too. God, financial analyst Bart Slack. It's always a pleasure, my friend. We're talking. Well, to- what are you doing next? What are you talking about next? Uh, the stock updates. I'm going to give the coronavirus updates and then finish talking about. Uh, uh, NVIDIA, because this is getting good between NVIDIA, SoftBank, and Arm Holdings. They're, uh, Arm Holding is the bitch, and SoftBank has the bitch, but NVIDIA might want to take the bitch, and so they're both fighting over them, and so I'm going to talk about that too. Billy Morris is coming up. He's going to be playing the national anthem with uh, the guitar for Donald Trump on Steve Loomis's freaking boat. Are you are you getting that guy on your show? Uh, well, Billy Morris is calling in just a couple minutes. No shit. Uh, this is big time, man. What do you think? It's just some pop? You think I was born in the hood, but the hood wasn't born in me? Hey, Trump is coming to the Shorby Club tomorrow, so there. Yeah, there's going to be a that's, big boat rally. That's him. That's it. That's the way Billy Morris is going to play the national anthem for him. That's awesome. I know. Love you, brother. Talk to you okay, next week. Talk to you later. All right. Uh, bye. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, here's your stock market update for the week. Uh, let's talk, of course, number one about the coronavirus. And right now, the runaway horse is Novavax. Novavax. You've been hearing me talking about Novavax, NVAX on the stock market. You've been hearing me talk about Moderna on the stock market. Moderna had their earnings report this morning at 8 o'clock. They said they made some marks on some numbers, but they missed the mark on other numbers. They were down, I don't know, two, three dollars a share today. So I said, to hell with you. I sold them. And I jumped in and bought me a couple more of Novavax. Listen, I'm not ashamed. I'm a jumper. I'm a day trader. Whoever's making the money today, that's who I need to be friends with. So anyway, Novavax was 157. And then I saw pre-market this morning that said that they were up another $36, $37 a share. Now, I said that I bought Novavax, but I really didn't yet because I know profit takers are coming. They're going, to, they're going to see that because it was up to about 190 when it started to market today. So I know that people are going to take some profit. So I may be able to get it for maybe 12 to $15 less a share tomorrow. I'll worry about that tomorrow and see what the pre-market and after hours trading is for that. Moderna still still doing okay. And by the way, Novavax got $1.6 billion from this world organization that wants to help with world diseases and things like that. And I think that gave Novavax an extra bump. I told you about BioNTech. They're in bed with Pfizer, okay? Those guys are the main ones. Johnson & Johnson is still in there. 
uh, AstraZeneca is still in there. Cancino, the Chinese company. Uh, the opinion expressed by Bart is, does not necessarily reflect Big Daddy. So anyway, those are your three stocks of the, the big dogs of the week. I've already told you about Tesla. Tesla, by the way. Come on, Muskie. Come on, Elon Muskie. Let's go, Tesla. Battery day coming up on the 22nd. I told you about them getting in bed with Pacific Gas and Electric to build a lithium-ion battery plant. Now, why would they be doing that, people? Something's coming. Battery day is coming up on September 22nd. I'm going to be right there. I got me five shares of Tesla, and I ain't selling them. I don't care how much money they lose. I'm keeping them because I think there's big things coming up before that. And they got an astronomous car. See, that's what I love about white people. White people will get in the car with no driver. A brother ain't getting in there. You ain't going to get no brother, no sister in the car. They ain't got nobody in the driver's seat and say, don't worry about it. The computer going to take care of everything. Yeah, right. That reminds me of the guy bungee jumping. The guy puts the bungee jump, puts the cords around your feet. He's supposed to make sure the cord is 325 feet. You put it around your feet, you jump off. Well, then this guy was... Only had a GED, and he made it 330 feet. So what happens? You slam your big-ass head right off the damn ground. No, thank you. (laughs) My interesting stock of the week, Regeneron. Regeneron. It's partnering with who I just mentioned in the coronavirus, BioNTech. BioNTech and Regeneron is supposed to be getting in bed together to help come up with a cure for melanoma melanoma my attractive stock of the week i told you about this when i first started the show first couple of weeks iipr innovative industrial property resources they don't buy weed they don't sell weed they don't grow weed but they acquire real estate for companies that do buy weed grow weed make weed iipr when i started today it was about 105 dollars a share i've been holding on to it for a week my kodak is my clunker of the week hold on one second be right with you. Hold on. My the, the clunker of the week is Kodak. You heard me and Bart Slack talk about it, my financial analyst, just a couple of minutes ago last week. It went bananas because President Trump came out and said they were going to start making pharmaceuticals. Well, the last time I checked, Kodak was film. And nobody uses film anymore. Everybody used data. So we thought they were dead in the water. They weren't dead in the water. Years and years and years and years and years. And all of a sudden, corrupt comes out and says they're going to make pharmaceuticals for coronavirus. Shares were up to 50 bucks. Now it's about 15 I didn't jump in and do that. And of course, my last one is my CGC. I'll get to Billy Morris in a minute. I've been in love with CGC for a long time. CGC coming out with another earnings report on August 10th. You got to show me the money, CGC. I believe in you and me. I want to believe in you, CGC. I believe that we will be. I think you and I can make beautiful love together. Love eternally. But you got to show me the money, CGC. As far as I can see. I want to be the one. You will always be the one. I bought shares, then I sold them. For me. Because I said they ain't gonna give me the okie doke oh, again. Yes, CGC, I had 400 shares. I believe in dreams again. I wanna come back. I believe that love will never end. I love you, CGC. And like the river finds the sea. I was lost, CGC. I was lost. Make some money so I can come back. Now I'm free. I'm free. 
free to buy you again, CGC. I believe in you and me. All right, let's go to our phone lines right now. Billy Morris is my main man. You see him every week putting out the nice videos with the smoke and rock and roll truck. <laughs> I saw those ribs. By the way, rib day is tomorrow, Billy, and I want to come by. Did I hear you say $20 with one side for a slab of ribs, St. Louis-style ribs? St. Louis-style ribs, one slab, $22, but you get two big sides with that. French fries, baked beans, mac and cheese, coleslaw. Oh, I'm coming. You got it all. I'm coming tomorrow. Save, save, uh, save me one night, and I'm going to wait. I'm not going to make you pre- pre-cooking. I'm going to wait. I'm going to come over while you're open, and I'm coming over tomorrow, and I'm getting me a slab of ribs because tomorrow Thursday is usually the one day of the week where I just veg. I've done my stocks show. I did. I check up on my stocks. I go, I go swimming in the morning, play some pickleball, and then I rest, rest on my big rear end. Tell me what's going on with you and President Trump. How did this thing come about with you and, and Trump and, and, and Steve Loomis? Well, okay. So, you know, Steve Loomis is uh, one of the uh, local security guys for President Trump when President Trump comes into town. And he was the he was the uh, the union president for the Cleveland Cops, correct? Yeah, president of the Patrolman's Association. Uh, right now, he is not. He's a detective in Cleveland. Wow, I know but, him you very know, well. He's, he's personal with President Trump and... So what they decided they wanted to do was because President Trump is coming downtown to the Shoreby Club in Brattonall tomorrow for a talk, we're going to take a big parade of boats from the west side and the east side. We're all going to meet at the Shoreby Club around 5.30, and we're gonna, everyone's going to be flying the, the Trump flags if they want and show the support for the president. And he's going to come out around 6 o'clock and, and give a wave to everybody. And when he steps through that door... I'm going to fire up that electric guitar, and I'm going to play the national anthem for President Trump. And uh, hopefully he hears it. Hopefully, obviously, if, if he does hear it, he won't be able to walk away. He's got to stand at attention for the national anthem. And um, looking forward to, you know, nailing it rock and roll style, because it is the rock and roll capital of the world. So we have to bring it rock and roll style for President Trump. And if all goes well, it'll be the biggest feather in my cap, and i am be proud to do it. Well, so. a couple of things. Number one, talking to Billy Morris, uh, going to play for the president tomorrow, coming into town. Number one, I'm a, I'm a brother, so you're, you're a cute white guy, so you could probably get away with this before I do, okay? Make sure you, <laughs> if you get close to his ear, tell him I said, hook a brother up. Tell him I'm still on unemployment. And I know they're trying to negotiate what the next round of the stimulus package is going to be. Tell them I said, I'd like two grand. We Americans like two grand. He wanted to do two grand. But tell them, if nothing else, make it about 1500 and, and extend those unemployment benefits until at least the end of the year. Because I don't go back to work, hopefully, until December. And a brother needs some money so I can and do my thing. So, so tell them that for me, okay? Hook me up. Uh, you know, I just took notes on that. It's in my notepad in my pocket. I will tell him that. Fantastic. All right, real quick, tell us about the food truck. What's going on? What's today, Wing Wednesday? Today's Wing Wednesday. Um, so first off, you know, we're located in Bay Village right at the I-90 and Clay Road exits. We're just at the bottom of the bridge north of 90 on Clay Road. Just when you There's get off the, off the freeway, too, people. It's like right yeah. there. So you go to the bottom of the bridge and you do a little hairpin turn. And you go back and you'll you'll see the trucks and you'll smell the trucks. And um, we're open every day Tuesday through Saturday, four to eight. And today is our famous Wing Wednesday, and we do you know about four cases of wings, and we smoke them all day long. And then they come with our famous dry rub on there, but then you can have your choice of some dipping sauces like 
you know, uh, traditional sweet barbecue, mm. Carolina mustard barbecue, or mm. uh, Carolina gold mustard. Um, every week I do a, a, a specialty sauce. This week's specialty t- sauce is peach habanero. Mm. And it's got some peach fruit flavor to it and just enough heat to you, you, you feel a little later on. And um, the wings... Are really good. They're, I know. I've had. They're them. really good. You've had them. Right? I've had them. I've had the ribs, and then I saw in your video with your partner talking about you got some kind of peach cobbler or apple pie or something we got over an there. Apple cobbler. Yeah, we got an apple cobbler um, with with our vanilla bean ice cream. Ice and, cream. Uh, we've got an ice cream trailer on site with all gourmet ice creams like maple bacon bourbon ice cream with real bacon and real bourbon in the ice cream. Oh. We've got getting hungry. We got the kid flavors. We got Cookie Monster. We got Play Doh ice cream. We've got black raspberry truffle, Buckeye ice cream. Uh, we've got shaved ice. Uh, you know, kids love shaved ice. But but uh, getting back to the barbecue, you know, not only do we, do we do our specials like Wing Wednesday and Rib Thursday, but every day we have our full menu. You know, we've got the uh, you know fourteen hour slow smoked pork butt. The bone mm. pulls right out. We got the best pulled pork. We've got famous uh, slow-smoked beef brisket. Um, Every day, smoked chicken. We've got Mm. macaroni and cheese. We've got our, uh, every Saturday, we do our Italian sausage. We we grind and pipe our own sausage and smoke our own sausage in-house. And you've had that Yes, I have. Oh, my God. You're getting me hungry, brother. Yeah. Okay, once again, tell people where you are. And uh, Billy Morris, once again, will be playing the National National Anthem on his guitar tomorrow at the Shoreby Club when President Trump is in town with my main man, Steve Loomis, longtime friend of the Trevor Silent Show and Big Daddy. But once again, what's your hours and days over at the Smoke and Rock and Roll uh, Rip House? Okay, Smoke and Rock and Roll Food Truck. We are open every Tuesday through Saturday, 4 to 8 we are located at 605 Clay Parkway in beautiful Bay Village. You can almost see the lake from where we're at, but we're right under the, sort of under the bridge that goes over I-90 at Clay Road. So you come down Clay Road north of 90, you do a little hairpin turn and come back and you'll see the truck. All right, Billy Morris, my friend, always thanks for checking in, okay? I'll see you tomorrow. I'm you, coming to get ribs. You know what? You get ribs. I got you, I got you a, a, a rack reserved for you, but you know I'm not going to be there tomorrow. You know where I'm going to be. That's right, but that's okay. I'll still, I'll, I'm still going to go. Well, then maybe I'll wait till Friday because I like seeing you. Then say, tell them to save me a, a rack, and I'll come Friday. It'll make them Friday even better. You got it. Okay. I will save you a rack. We'll talk, we'll talk off the air, and uh, thanks for the opportunity. Look forward to seeing you, Marty. Love you, You brother. got it. Good luck, and take some pictures, please. You know we will. Okay, you man, take it. care. Bye-bye, my friend. Bye-bye. Billy Morris. Uh, smoking rock and road food truck. Jeez, I'm keep trying to get to Nvidia and people calling. Yeah, hi. You're on the BST with Big Daddy. How you doing? Hey, Big Daddy, Dick from Dayton. How are you? <laughs> hey, Dick from Dayton. What's going on? Oh man, aren't you? This virus has got everybody, doesn't it? Yes, but at the end of the day, Dick, you if you wear your mask, you just got to keep living. You can't well, just stop. You know, and I know it's affected a lot of people, but uh, and, and it's a harsh reality. But the yeah. but the but business still has to open. People well, have you know, to go to work. Me, Marty, I've been at Lowe's almost twenty five years. We we never we never shut down, and I got some extra overtime. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's Is on your mind Chuck today, uh, Chuck? You know, Chuck. Chuck, stop doing the show. 
Are we in? Yes. Chuck, Chuck went out to pasture. And I and I knew it. A lot of people don't know this, but I I love Chuck. Chuck is my brother, and yeah, you I, know, he, you know, everybody loved Chuck, Marty. What yeah. happened at uh, What happened there? Did he just? Uh... He just he's gotten to the point, and it's like you know what in life, you know, Dick from Dayton. When you're young, yeah, you can date uh, five, six different women every week, and all oh, you yeah. can do your thing. Yeah. And but then you start getting older, and your grind just starts slowing down, and you start getting those aches and pains, and Basically, Chuck was gotten into the point of life. He just wanted to live, man. He he'd had enough. He'd done so much, so many years of radio, yeah. so many years of television. Yeah. He was basically at the point where he wanted to go and go out to pasture. He wanted to live a life of leisure, and I could see it in his face. In the last few shows that we did with each other, I could see he just he just wasn't there anymore. Everything was going on with the coronavirus, and the George Floyd thing was hot at the time, and the yeah. and the Black Lives Matter, and 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 the uh, and Tifa, and all that kind, of, and the protests and the riots. He just said, you know what, this is just getting all too heavy for me. And he, and you know, Chuck. Most importantly, he loved talking sports, and there he were did. no he were there were no sports to talk about at the time. Well, you know what I thought? I I thought that uh, when he was, I used to call him on Sunday. You know? Yeah. I thought he had a bum deal like you at uh, WTAM. That was terrible. It is what it is because what happens is people expect you to take the crap that they want to dish out to you. I and, know. And you get older in life and you said you've been in Lowe's so many years. You get older in life and you get to the point where you're just tired of taking the crap from people. So it's like, you know what? Fire me. I'm going to go. I'll do something better. I'll go and build me the yeah, Rogue Radio right. Network. No rules. No restrictions. Yeah. And now no one could ever fire me again, Dick from Dayton. I do what I do, when right. I do, how I do, why I do, and if you don't like it, get the hell out. That's the yeah. way life you is supposed have your to cast be. Of characters? Uh, no, it's just me. Well, Carlita's on Joe Alvello's show, my uh, Southern Exposure, uh, my Southern Exposure every Sunday now. Uh, if you just if you just do a search for my Southern Exposure, either on Google or on Facebook, it'll come up with the site. She's on there every week with her sexy ass talking about. Uh, 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 reflexology. You should, you should have seen her last Sunday. She had a leg up in the air. She was touching her toes, and she told the audience. Really? She said no, to the Bill audience. Still with you, Bill Bender? Yeah, he just called the show half hour ago. Oh, he did? Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. was going to ask you about Chuck Booms. I always liked him. I love Booms, too, but Booms is Nash, you know. I, I, I can't afford Chuck Booms. I love the part when he was on with me, but I can't afford him because he's Nash, you know. And so... We're still the best of friends, but Chuck is doing his own thing too. Everybody's still friends. We all. I went out to dinner with Galetti last week. We're very good friends. It's just that Chuck was ready to just kick back now and live life a life as a man of leisure, enjoy his kids, enjoy his time, enjoy the summer. And so I don't. I didn't want him to do it if he just wasn't into it anymore. And that's mm -hmm. why. I disbanded that show, but I still love the radio. I'm going to do radio probably till I can't breathe no more. And I needed a niche. And my man, Dirty Kurt, came up with Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. because Oh, he I love uh, Is Dirty Kurt working with you now? He, yes, he works with me at the Cavaliers. We do the broadcast games together. We've been both unemployed since the middle of March. Oh, that's neat. Now, yes. Do you miss WTAM? Uh, I don't. Listen, I, miss, I missed, in the past tense, doing radio. Yeah. I miss Triv. Triv is like a father to me, okay? Yeah, Triv, yeah, Triv. He truly is. But in life, you know that there's not just, it ain't just me and Triv. There's all these people, Kylie and Booms, 
and Jetson Flash and uh, uh, what was the guys on uh, Mix 106.5 in the morning? Uh, 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 Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. People, yeah. marriages break up, but that don't mean they stop loving each other. I love Triv. I love Galetti. It just means that the show had ran its course, and the Trivisano show with me and Triv, it just had, and Ratto and Kim, it had ran oh, its he, course. I always loved Paul Ratto. Yeah, he still does. They still talk all the time. Paul still does charity events with him. It's just the show itself had ran its course for those members, but it doesn't mean we don't care about each other, Dick, okay? You, yeah, yeah. But I just, uh, did Chuck, uh, Chuck always, I always liked him. He liked when I called, didn't he? Yes, he loves when you call. And he said, and, and like I said, they both are still around. Both Chucks are still around doing their thing. It's just that Galetti had gotten to the point where he just he just wants to be a man of leisure. You get a certain you age in life. you think he'll ever come to Dayton see, and see me? Uh, I, I will pass the message that you want him to see you, and we'll see what well, he's saying, I mean, okay? you come. You can come. You know, I, I told you guys. I told you and, Car- and, and, and it, you know, it's right down the alley there at 71. And you just go there. It, it would take three and a half hours because my family – was from, you know, Wellington, and my cousin Carla, she, you know, she listens to Triv all the time, and right. I still, I call Triv, and my other, uh, my other aunt, God bless her, she was from North Ridgeville, so, uh, you know, they're, bi- they're big fans, they were big fans, you know, of, uh, Chuck, and, you know, you yeah. and everybody, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, but, but, but I gotta tell you a quick story, then I'm gonna let you go. Um, you gotta understand something about me. I, I'm a black guy, which is very obvious. <laughs> But I've been in this business for 38 years. And most of the time where I've been, I've been the only black guy, whether it was at parties, corporate events, whatever. A lot of times I was the only brother. So when I play pickleball on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays with this elite group of players, I play in Parma. Now, if I ever get there first... Before anybody else, I like it when Rick the Ruler gets there because he's a former cop and I know I'm protected. But if I get there before anybody else, I don't get my black ass out of that car until one of the white guys show up because I'm in the inner parts of Parma. If you understand, I understand they say it's it, it's not uh, it's not segregated anymore, but I don't care. I'm not getting my ass out that car as a big black guy in Parma, in the middle of, the, of, of their of their neighborhoods. I wait yeah. till the white guys get there, then I get out of the car because I feel protected. My point is, I love to come see you, but you got to make sure you tell me that I'm going to be protected when I come see you and that they well, like, yeah, they yeah, like brothers down there. One of my there. friends come, you know what I mean, but uh, <laughs> you tell, it, next time you tell Chuck, just tell him I work at the Beaver Creek Lowe's and, you know, to come down and see me. You got it. I love you, my friend. Call again, okay? Yeah, I will. I love you, too. Okay, take care, Dick. Take care, Marty. All right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, so before I go, because I've been trying to tell you about Armin, it was my biggest story of the day, so I want to get in the end. I know I'm already past my hour, but it doesn't matter, because I own the network. I can stay on as long as I want. To hell with these people. Anyway, so in NVIDIA, let me make sure I got this all correct, okay, so I can try to tell you about it. NVIDIA has been making money every day in the stock market, okay, for probably the last couple of weeks, because the news has been getting bigger and bigger about NVIDIA and ARM Holdings, ARM, like ARM, okay? ARM Holdings, which was bought by SoftBank uh, about four years ago for $32 billion. SoftBank buys ARM. Now, what is ARM? ARM makes semiconductors, okay? They also make chips that go into 95% of cell phones, smartphones, all right? So they were very profitable, but they apparently wasn't profitable enough for SoftBank. So now ARM Holdings wants to come out with a uh, IPO to generate some more money. Well, NVIDIA, who you knows makes 
chip makes uh, CPUs, makes uh, graphic cards, video cards, capture cards, okay? One of the uh, leading uh, manufacturer of cards for gaming, for computer monitors, everything, all right? But they also make CPUs, okay? Computer processors, and their, their, their main competition is AMD and Qualcomm, okay? So now, NVIDIA sees that ARM or software, I forget which one wants to make the IPO, I believe it's ARM, ARM says we want to come out with an IPO. Well, NVIDIA said, ooh, we've been wanting to get into the semiconductor business. How about we buy you? And so now all of a sudden, the, all the financial news was that ARM and NVIDIA was in these talks for NVIDIA to buy ARM. So now AMD is getting nervous and Intel is getting nervous and Qualcomm is getting nervous. They said, oh, this is not such a good deal. All right. Now, a new player comes in. Now ARM is looking over its shoulder, so to speak, okay? Because RISC-V, R-I-S-C hyphen V, owned by, run by a company called Sci-5, Sci-5. They got a new type of conductor. They've been coming since about 2015. This new technology semiconductor that Risk v is supposed to present a huge challenge to ARM Holdings semiconductors. And so that's why there's some hesitation going on now. So NVIDIA, I've been stocking up on NVIDIA. I've been stocking up on Apple because I see, and Tesla because I see the potential coming, which I believe, okay, what I believe is the potential. But then... NVIDIA says, okay, well, this is ARM Holdings. We're hearing about this Risk V, and they keep getting more and more money by more and more people to expand this Risk V. I keep trying to find it on the stock market. Apparently, it's not a publicly traded company yet because I want to get some stock in Risk V or Sci 5. Sci 5. S I F I V E. Sci 5. They came up with this technology, this new type of semiconductor technology called RISC-V. And so now NVIDIA going, mm, maybe we don't want to buy ARM Holdings because we see RISC-V is coming. Don't be here sooner or later. Their type of semiconductors were supposed to be better than the type that ARM has. So now NVIDIA, how the latest is NVIDIA may just Take buy a 20% stake or somewhere around there in ARM Holdings instead of just taking on all the debt from ARM and taking them on completely. Maybe they're, maybe they're starting to think they defeat the purpose. So anyway, that's what I want to do. I believe, if I'm checking my notes here, I think, I think, uh, I think NVIDIA has a Stock market report coming up. I mean, a stock market report. Earnings report coming up. Let me see. Yes, NVIDIA earnings report is out August 19th. So what I can say to you is probably around the later part of this month, all kind of goodies going to start happening. Tesla. CGC <laughs> is coming out with another earnings report on August 10th. And remember what I told you about the last earnings report where I Dumbass bought 50 more shares to go on top of the 365 I had. I had over 400 shares, and it dropped because they didn't make their mark. And I knew they weren't going to make their mark, but I was a rookie. 
I make the mistake so you don't have to. Get out the mustard and catch up with me. So anyway, that's what's going on with NVIDIA. And I'm going to ride and die with NVIDIA until I see a reason not to. Because they've been making me money every day. Apple, since they uh, announced the, uh, the four-for-one split, has been making money every day. Novavax with the biotech st- uh, stocks is just kicking rear end. I'm, I'm even afraid to check. Well, no, because I, last time I checked, it was 180. Started about 190 with about a $37 share on the rise when the market started. Okay, that'll do it for Big Daddy Stock just for the hood. As always, thank you for joining me. Uh, let me give a couple of plugs. Number one, Goldberry Roasting Company. GoldberryRoasting.com. Don't forget, put your coupon code in there. Goldberry G. G. Go, <laughs> old habits. Goldberry B. S. T. Goldberry BST. Put that coupon code in there when you get your coffee. All types of coffee, people. If you want to try different types of coffee, goldberryroasting.com. Put in the coupon code Goldberry BST. Get 10% off your order. Want to say hello and a shout out to my man. Make sure you tune in to Gary Lee, Podcasting Dangerous, every Thursday from 6 to 8. I'm sure they'll have some, you know, obviously we don't do sports on this show, but he does on that show. He also does wrestling and UFC. Got the big fight coming up with Stipe Miocic. I think I got that right. And uh, and Daniel Cormier, I think, is the, the third fight, uh, the trilogy of whatever it is is coming up. Uh, uh, I'm going to be, I believe, it's, I believe that's Saturday, August 15th. I'm going to go over my main girl's house, Stephanie Warner Hagel and her husband, Robbie. They're going to have a, a, a combination birthday party for Big Daddy. My birthday, God willing, I'll be in the 60 and older club as of August 17th, God willing. I'm going to be there for a party. They mentioned barbecue. That's all you got to do is mention a barbecue to a brother. I'm there. So uh, that's coming up. So anyway, uh, Gary Lee, Podcasting Dangerous. He's on the Savage MMG Network. Savage MMG Network. Make sure you just do a search on Savage MMG on uh, uh, Facebook. And Bishop Savage is one of the main guys that works it for the Savage MMG Network. Make sure you tune into that. Also, uh, I mentioned earlier, Joe Alvello. If you wonder, if you want to see Carlitos, Carlitos, (laughs) hey, Brother, working hard, ain't he? Carlita is on Joe Alvello's show every week with her sexy ass. And if you missed last week, go to mysouthernexposure.site. Mysouthernexposure.site. See the latest episode. She was on around 8.30, 8.15, 8.20, somewhere in there. Had legs up in the air, rubbing her feet. She told the audience that her feet were suckable. And I lost it. I started sweating all down. Anyway, so that's. That one. So make sure you catch Joe Alvello every Sunday. I'm wore out 6.40, to 9 every Sunday night, 7 to 9, my Southern Exposure. You can get the audio podcast from this show everywhere. Google, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, uh, LinkedIn, TuneIn, everywhere. You can get the audio podcast, which I will be uploading uh, sometime at some point today. I love you guys. Uh, hopefully we'll get the stimulus package details by the end of the week and have it passed next week. We'll, maybe we'll get the money that we were getting from the government retroactive once they sign a deal. And when that happens, you'll hear it on the news. But if you haven't, you'll hear it all here next week on Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hoods. Thanks for Bill Bender, my main man, business partner calling in, Bart Slack, financial analyst. Thank you, Billy Morris, going to play for the president tomorrow at 6 at the Shoreby Club. Hopefully get some pictures. And I will see you guys back here next Wednesday on my stock tips from the hood. Big Daddy in the house. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Come on, Muskie. Come on, Tesla. 
Gotta make a brother some money. More money, more money, more money. I'ma just keep getting paid. All right, that'll do it for me. I'm out of here. Here's the bell. I'ma just keep getting paid. Show me the money. Bye.